I'm Andy Lee. You're listening to Off the Wall. You're very welcome along to Off the Wall. This is Off the Ball's Game of Thrones podcast, brought to you with thanks to Discover Northern Ireland, with their Game of Thrones territory boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. For more, log on to discovernorthernireland.com. And yes, this is our second episode of the week. Andy Lee, how are you? Bonus episode. Bonus episode, because he's back. <laughs> Here we go. Yeah, glad to be back. Happy I was away, because after watching the episode in Sicily... Um, I just didn't know how to feel. I was actually glad I wasn't have. To, I didn't have to be here to review it or talk about <laughs> this, it. This is tough to That's take. Harsh. That's this harsh. is hard to take. I don't know. You were disappointed. Disappointed in us or in disenfranchised. That's Dave and Dan. In the, not in you guys. No way. In Dave and Dan, like and how the show's gone. Like I have some sympathy for them because they have to wrap up this story in some ways, but like it's just so badly written and, and just. My main script was how to how to do my girl Daenerys. Like I was never a big fan of hers, or like pushing her, or feeling like she was the one who the rifle heir or the one to win it all. But they're just treating her so bad. Like you know, just her tr- the treatment and the way she's being, I don't know, forced by the script, by by the how it's written. Um, forced to what? Like none of these things really take. They don't really like. There's hate between her and Sansa. Yeah. Where is the, where is that? Why is that? Why there's is tension? That? No, there's tension. No, she doesn't trust that. She, she said that we don't trust the news. Why doesn't she trust the news? The news just come across the sea, delayed her assault on the Seven Kingdoms, they held the Starks, held the North, sacrificed half her army, sacrificed her best friend Jorah, and like put a whole career on hold to help these guys, and they don't trust her. What reason did he have? It but, just doesn't make sense. As well, she hasn't done anything, like out of the way to those guys mm. to show them that they don't trust her. She has, however, in the last episode, Theon, attack Winterfell. Apparently, was for a long time suspected of killing the two brothers. Mm. And they trust him. Ah, again. open arms. Santa's crying over his corpse. Jamie has fought against the, the, the Starks, against their brother Rob, has done terrible things to their family, didn't uphold his... In the end, he upheld his oath, but he didn't uphold his oath to their mother, a Catelyn Stark. Oh, he's he didn't run about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, and this... Daenerys has come here, like, of her own free will, because of her brother, their brother, John, mm. and she's, she's given them everything she could and saved all their lives. Like... There's been like you know, I, I, I just don't see where where this is where it's founded. Yeah, like it's just bad bad writing on the show's part. I, I kind of I'm kind of on the same path as you because I can't hate Daenerys. I I just feel sad for her. I feel like it's everyone's just backstabbing her, and she seems like, like such a sorrowful she's character. She's going mad. She so she's powerful. losing her mind. The Mad Queen. She's sad. She lost her best friend. Like he died sacrificing. She lost her only ally. Like I made the point well, last the guy week, who sh- the only guy who she listened to because well, the only guy who really truly backed her up no matter what. Like that scene last week, the infamous Starbucks uh, scene where Daenerys is watching on as John is being chatted to by Tormund and, and the rest of the boys, where Tyrion is you know with Jamie and and Brienne and Podge, where everyone is chatting and having a good time, and she's isolated and left on her own, and there's just Varys in the back looking at her. Yeah. Like that's all she's got. Nobody left. But with. that's only only because they st- she's just sitting there. Not only because they start playing, the music changes, they start zooming in on her face, and then there's Varys looking like this. Sometimes, then, though. it's like, oh, she's the Mad Queen. Well, that's Cersei Lannister, who blew up a set and killed millions of people, and the Queen. There could, there could be more than one Mad Queen. 
Like and, and no, I know no one's defending Cersei or thinking that she's legitimate. But Cersei saved the episode. Well, I don't want to say saved the episode because I thought the episode was actually excellent. Uh, there was no say. The highlight of it was uh, Cersei Lannister or else Varys up for debate. But on Daenerys. I don't know. I thought the scene with her and John, where she uh, is quite selfish in the fact that no, you can't tell anybody about this. Uh, the, the, she knows what the it fact mean. you related to me. Uh, the fact of who you really are. Blame her. Like all of her, all of her advisors. Tyrion. He's been in, totally inept. Mm-hmm. Completely bad advice the whole way through since season seven. All right. Even you can say season six. But um, and then there's Varys, who's supposed to be her advisor, and then it's mm. against her. Varys has done that throughout the whole thing. Hold on a second, all right? You've come in here, Andy, you've walked in the studio, you've landed a couple of knockout punches early on. Right. You last week sat here and said it was a brilliant episode. I did, I, I, said it, I said it just a couple of moments yeah, ago as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just said it. You I mean, love that shock. You love the shock, don't you? You love the big deaths. Yeah. Like, if you're flying a dragon up high, if you're in a helicopter, you can see the whole thing. How are you going to hide a fleet of ships behind a mountain? I, we were in Dragon's And how are you going to... Yeah, I know. Yeah, where, where did it hide? Like, how are you going to sh- shoot a, a moving target on a ship that's obviously rocking on the waves, blisters, and hit him three times while he's moving in the air? I accept that that scene was a little bit Hold on a second. Like, the, the biggest gripe, and one of the gripes I have about this whole episode is that when you realize, you look back, and you see that the White Walker threat built up over eight seasons was only used as a plot device to weaken Daenerys' army. Well, That's the only reason that they were there. Oh, okay. To make it even out, to even them out. Well, I, I was here last week saying that the Battle of Winterfell, because of the ending, wasn't as good as people made it out. Now, it was brilliant. It looked mm. spectacular if you could see it. And all oh, that right, sort of yeah, thing. Right, like, you, you had a lot... You, Thank you. Yeah, I'm giving you that one. But I really think that the, the, one of the positives from that was that you get rid of the undead and suddenly you're kind of back more in the throes of reality once again which in Westeros is politics it's backstabbing it's people changing their character arcs which has happened to all these people and I do accept your point the dragon scene was shite it was shite let's let's call a spade a spade here that that was a shock it was just done to shock you because nobody expected Rhaegar to go down like that but it doesn't matter if it shocks you it's plausible do you know Mm. Um, but we're talking about dragons here like Well, good point. The fact that there's a dragon flying in the in the sky in the first place is probably implausible. But good point. I just think that other than that, I think it got back to its roots. See, the, the thing, the thing what was I know like the thing what was great about the shocks in previous seasons that that it was it was hidden, it was subversive. That like no one saw the red wedding coming. But it was if you look yeah. back once it happens and you look back, you see the seeds have been sowed. Like, like Rob made an agreement to marry Walder Frey's daughter, then yes. he reneges on that, and they think they have, they're about to have this big battle, and that's what you're gearing up for against the Lannisters, and just having this bit of interlude, and all of a sudden they're wiped out. That, yeah, an, like, that has an impact on you, that's it. Yeah, mm. well, like a dragon flying, and then boom, hitting. And then like I watched uh, like the break the inside the episode, which is like a HBO uh, yeah. feature, and like the, the, the writer, David Benioff, he just says... Oh, Daenerys kind of forgot about the Iron Fleet. That's how he explained it. Oh. That's that's his, that's an actual qu- quote from him. Like three times now, the Iron Fleet have, have wiped out all her ships. This is the third time. Like, how is she forgetting about it? It, it, it was a poor strategy again. It wasn't on the. It level wasn't. Of- it wasn't even. A, it's not that. It's just bad writing. It was naivety. Like, and that's, 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 like, these are not natural moves by these characters that have been built over the years. You know? But is it the move of a mad queen? It's, no, this is the move of two guys trying to finish up a show. And I have some sympathy <gasps> with them because they don't have the source material to go off. And 
they're just going to have to wind up these stories and not, not everyone's going to be like it's been rushed and like we you should have been 10 episodes season 7 and these things could have been like could have been planted you know and like and then it comes out and then you see it but which was always make Game of Thrones there's, great but there's definitely an element of what you're saying there that perhaps it might be bad writing but I also think that it's very plausible that Daenerys is just not good in battle that where does she learn to be a leader and to make these strategic she's strategic conquered, decisions? She's conquered the whole of Essex. Yeah, but she always had people. Marine, people Paul. But she always had people mentoring her. Like she didn't just do that herself. Daenerys walked into the fire and emerged three dragons, yes. and then she became, the, you know, the next best thing since whatever. Like, but like, what? Where has Daenerys learned how to do these things? I think it's very plausible that she could just slip up like that twice and lose two dragons. I don't know if that's just down to bad writing. I think there's an element here that, you know... First of all, we all know, you have to admit, going north of the wall was a stupid idea. Yes. Like she's Just to bring back a white, to convince Cersei Lannister. She's like Barcelona on Tuesday night. She bottled a, a stupid lead. She had a, bottled a, a, such a huge, huge lead. Like, there was no way anybody should have even got a, a look in mm. when you're 3-0 up on the Dragon's Count. And the sympathy I have for her, it's all... This is the advice she's been given. You know, attacks, tankings, no... We won't do that. You kill thousands of people, blah blah, and that's fair enough. Or let's let's go out and root, get Cersei now and kill her. No, treat with her. They have Missandei. Let's go out and let's go. Let's just wipe her out. They have Missandei. You know what I mean? She's, my best she's, friend. She's truly no. on her own. That's and then, where she is now. Yeah, she's, she's completely. Out, she's isolated. Completely isolated. Like the only person she listened to was Jorah. That was just like in episode three. He he counsels like to kind of make peace with Sansa and also um, what was the other thing he said to her? Yeah, oh, Bacterian. And she did those things. Mm. She, she did those things because he told her, and then, then he's gone. And Masande, she was probably the only one who didn't have any motivation to be a companion of yes. of, of, of Daenerys. Because like Jorah, he fell in love with her. So like Barris and Salmi, he wanted to serve her. Mm. All of these guys, they had some some sort of, you know, yeah. Daenerys freed her, and she was some motive. Mm. Yeah. But Masande, now she's gone, and like I can't blame her. If she wants to burn them all, burn them all. You know, like. Cersei Lannister has blown up the like blown up a sept, yeah, murdered millions of people, and killed the queen, you know, Marjorie Tyrell. Yeah, killed this, her own this son. Is, this is this yeah this well inadvertently yeah uh, inadvertently. And this is like uh, it's a brutal world. Like I don't know, like the, the House Lannister, like the Reigns of Castamir, the song that was that's always played on mm. the show. The Reigns of Cast the Cast the Reigns were an arm uh, a family a house who lived in Castamir. They they retreated to the, they were under siege and they all retreated to their crypts like to they thought they'd be safe down in the crypt and the, the Lannisters flooded them out wiped the whole family out and that's now and that's celebrated with a song called the Reigns of Castamere this is a brutal world mm-hmm. and like these things happen they just have to, I don't know so you're saying that uh, Daenerys actually isn't I'm just I'm, I'm back in I'm back in Daenerys now you're back I think in her she's now. been too humane yeah yeah she's uh, yeah. too humane. Yeah. I think she's been. I think she'd be more of a, a character to be pitied than to be feared in the last couple of seasons. What about the scene with the Tarleys? They they were in open rebellion to her after a battle. They're at war with the Lannisters. But it's not exactly a humane thing to do. No, but that's this is war. They he she was at, they were asked to bend the knee. Mm. No, no, and I wouldn't. Well, my point is that I think that she's been brutal at times. Maybe she needs to be more brutal. I, I don't think that this is a, kind of a, a whole leap that we now need to experience from Daenerys. Mm. I think that she's had that capability already. Like we've kind of referred to her as a potential Mad Queen for a few seasons now at this point. Because once, that's the way they're setting her up. That's the way they're setting her up. Do you think she should just follow her instinct 
I think so, yeah. Trust the gut. What happens next? Sakaris. <laughs> huh? What happens next? Sakaris. I think she's going I think she's gonna burn a lot of people. I think a lot of people are going down. Who is going to avoid getting burnt? John. John's it's an gonna, easier question than yeah, who is John, going to get burnt. Yeah. Is Danny emerging from it? I, uh, I don't think Daenerys is going to survive. No. Well, I've, I've, heard, I've read uh, a few leaks and things like that, so I don't want to say too much. Okay. Right. Um, but there are going to be a lot of people getting burnt. <laughs> I think <laughs> yeah. so. so. Yeah. Um, so we'll see. Like, it's bit, like I just, just had to get that off my chest because... Give us a rating uh, like, out of 10. The last out of 10. You know what the rating is on IMBD? Oh, no, don't tell me this. 6.5. That's very poor for Game of Thrones. That's Average of 9.8 is another thing. That's something. where I think it really? that's where I think That's where I think it stands. And you think it's a 6.5? Yeah, I think it's a 6.5. Well, before you heard Andy, where did you see it? Before you heard anybody, where did you think it was? It's my favourite episode of the season so far. I would have given it an 8.5. Yeah, and I know why you picked it like that. Yeah, I know why you did. Your, it's getting on now. You're thinking it's coming to the end. You know what I mean? It's not... But like, have, you watched, have you watched it back? You haven't watched it back, re- the, whole, the whole thing. Only bits and pieces, no. Only bits and pieces. Because like re- it really was a... There was throwback scenes within it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. All those callbacks. There was a lot of, like, episode... Like, season one references. A lot of season one references in there. Mm. Um, I felt nostalgic. It did, like... I don't know. What do you think about Jamie? Heading back to Cersei? Jamie is going to kill Cersei. Do you think? Yes. He's going to finish very, her. He's not going to He's not going to Jaina. He's going to... He's going, to, he's going to kill her, yeah. I'm highly confident of that. But do you think he'll be the one to finish off Cersei? Yes. Do you think that is going to... Okay. Positive. Okay. What do you think? It's a good chance. It's a good chance. I think they could die in each other's arms. Right. I think... They, I think... I don't know. And I who, think it's more complicated than that. I don't know. How do you die in each other's arms? Do I know they get burnt together? Do they... they I know how. Tyrion Ron. kills them both. Bronn just promised something. <laughs> <laughs> that was a mad scene, wasn't it? Bronn just wants it in like, eh, kind of McGregor style. Where's he off the now? I don't know. But he is a great actor, that guy. Oh, he's he? absolutely oh, yeah, brilliant. He's, kind of, like, he's class, touch of class. I love that scene as well. As I said, I love the, the Barris and Tyrion scenes. I don't know, I, I just think people are being really, really harsh on this episode as a standalone thing. Fair enough if there's this overarching belief that... It's just all the plot holes and the, the idiocy of the characters. It's just not in their characteristics you know there's so many other things like you know so many little things like first of all they're burning all the bodies outside of Winterfell with fully armoured like that's valuable armour for a battle like where's Heartsbane now where's the sword I don't know if Samuel Talley retrieved it there's been no mention of it it's a Valyrian steel steel sword I don't know Mm. You're really disappointed with this. Oh yeah, I am. Yeah, I was. I was really. I didn't notice the armor thing. Yeah, I was really shocked. I'm kind of happy happy that we left you cooking for a couple of days because there's steam coming (laughs) off you right now. Like you're wound. Like uh, Arya in the uh, when when John reveals his heritage to the the Stark. He didn't really. He didn't. He said to Brian, "You tell them." Yeah, you tell them. And we got uh, a suicide last week. Like that was taken away from us. Mm. Yeah. Like I wanted to see that moment. I wanted to see what happened. So, Arya's like, "We we have to stay together. We're the last of the Starks." And the next thing, she's leaving, going down the road. Mm. We don't stand. Where's she after? She's got. She could be. I don't know. She could be going down to kill Cersei. Like the whole the whole of this thing, we've seen what Arya can do. Mm. She's obviously unbelievable. They know she's a faceless man. They know that. Look, let's just wait. Out. Let's just give Yari a couple of weeks down in, down in King's Landing. Let her do the job. Good luck. And we'll make a deal then after. You can have an independent north. We'll have we'll rule the south. Do you think the show is better or worse off since the Night King is dead? I, I love the Night King. I think it's. I think it could have been. I think they could have done it in the reverse. Dealt with Cersei first. I think they could have delayed the threat of the Night King in season six. Delayed the threat. Let him come only in this season. And in the meantime, dealing with Cersei and getting this out of the way because. Who cares anymore? Like, 
we know they're going to get killed at some stage. And Euron, he's such a... He's a cartoon character, isn't he? He's yeah, not he is. like the big cheesy grin on his face. And like, old Hall, like, let's go back to the scene where the, he hits three dragons. No, he hits three shots at, at Rhaegar. F- moving target. On a ship. And then Daenerys is bearing down on him, straight at him. He's laughing. And there must be how many arrows? 25 arrows? Hit, and not one of them land. Yeah. And like, then she veers away. Why didn't she just do, do a U-turn and burn him from behind? My problem, my problem with Euron Greyjoy is that you just don't care. Like He's not having that much of an impact on you. Someone like Ramsay Bolton mm. got under your skin. And Surely. Like, not again. And then yeah. when Ramsay Bolton got eaten alive by his hounds, it did something inside you. You just went, good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it actually the I, I show got underneath that. your skin and twisted you when you were in grade yeah. you were just like what a lunatic that's yeah. the other thing about the last episode that's what they tried to do with the beheading of Miss Andy I, yeah. I didn't yeah. think that yeah, it was sickening though it was yeah, sickening exactly. was and that's sickening. the whole point of the show but the whole no, thing I, is I, like I didn't, I didn't feel anything let's talk about that scene no uh, Bron I'll give you two castles take this crossbow and go down and kill my brother and either of them mm. and there's Tyrion standing in front of a lot of crossbows and no shot she could have ended the war then she could end the war then, Denise. Drogon sitting up in the back. Like, they didn't look like they were out of range compared to how high that dragon was flying. When, when Tyrion's talking to Cersei, and there's the moment, obviously we all know that Missandei gets beheaded, and there's a moment there where Cersei wells up and we don't know what's going to happen next. Mm. Is she going to kill Tyrion? Is she going to relinquish control of, the, of King's Landing that she has? Or is she going to go and do what she did? Was there a moment where you thought, he's getting true to her here? Yeah... Um, like it's hard to know. It's hard. Like obviously, it's it's it, you're left to paint your own picture, isn't it, with mm. the reaction? But then also he informs informs Euron that she's been pregnant for a long time. You know, how does he know about the pregnancy? Surely Euron realizes now this is not my child. Mm. How does he know about it? They haven't spoken in in, in a whole season. Like, and she he reveals that. Yeah, it's very true. So very true. Surely Euron's thinking, oh, how does he know? You know, so. Look, it's... I don't know. Well, I don't maybe know. he is thinking that. Like, um, like a, this, this show's going to have to have a big comeback now in the last two episodes to make all this work. You, it's gonna have, you're going to have to make it... You're really down. There's going to have to be a lot of big flashbacks to tie it all together. Like, we're not getting enough of that. Like, you know, I don't think he, I don't we think use the flash... Like, we use time, like, with all those characters and Bran talking about his wheelchair. And mm. We could have had a lot more information about the Night King, the White Walkers, or the state of the, the, state of the, the, the continent now, you know? Like, who rules the Stormlands now? Surely they know. When, when Daenerys is legitimizing Gendry, she asks, who's the, who's the Lord of Storm's end? Tyrion. Jamie should know. Jamie's yeah. a battle commander. Mm. Tyrion should know. Varys should know. Who's Someone, there? Like, who's, who's, who's the Lord of it? Should, like, nobody knows in the whole, whole room? Yeah. This is just stupid. And then they call him Gendry Rivers. He's not Gendry Rivers. He's Gendry Waters or Gendry Stone because that's the name of a... Anyway, he doesn't even... He didn't, up to that point, he didn't even know he was a, the, the bastard of a, of a lord. So he'd just be called Gendry. Like, that's, a, that's something you can easily Google in five minutes to find out what's the name of a bastard born in, in King's Landon. He'd be like... So you're saying that the writers are, don't even know their own show? I don't know. It just seems lazy, 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 lazy. Is there any way back? It has to come back. It has to be some some big comeback. But now I just think it's shock value, it's fan service, and they just have to. They're just trying to wrap it up. They're like, see, before, up to this point, there was just characters living in in this world and plotting against each other with, with the threat of the White Walkers. 
now they know the ending. They probably, you know, after season five or six, they probably thought this is going to be the ending that we're going to do once they realised the books weren't coming. And now they're working back. So everything that's happening is just to get to that ending. You know, they're working back. They, how do we get to this? Like, how do we weaken Daenerys? How do we reveal John's lineage? What does that cause between Daenerys and John if they're in love? You know. Mm. So like, I, I was chatting to a friend of mine who reckons that George R. R. Martin has the next book finished. He just doesn't want to release it in case the television show take it and mess it up. Yeah. Really? Oh, oh that... He's waiting for that to be totally done before... He's testing, he's testing the waters with the TV show. No, this is not going to play. You know. So you think that this could be his story that we're watching? Mm, it's, it's, they've said that they've spoke about the ending, so maybe he will change it now because there's still another book after this book to come. But he definitely will. I think we're going to accept the fact that they're both parallel things now. They're not going to be the same. I think it's not only has it gone ahead of the books, it's actually gone in a totally different direction to the books. And the books might actually give us the satisfying end that you feel that we're not going to get. No, we might get the satisfying end. I don't know, but it just after this episode, like unless there's a big comeback, you know, from Daenerys in this this next episode. Mm. It's going to be so hard. Like Andy Lee is not going to be sitting back in the off the ball studio talking off the wall. And he's not going to be happy. Well, I resign from the show right now. You're not going to be happy unless Daenerys Targaryen is <laughs> Troy, on the Iron Troy, Troy, There's a lot more other things I could be doing with my time. Give this man a pen. I, I got a better, better things to be doing with my time. Um, this season. Yeah. Uh, obviously, this is as down as I've ever heard you about Game of Thrones. Is this the worst season so far, Game of Thrones? Yeah, season seven was pretty bad. This is not... I don't know, we've had some big spectacular like things... Um, we've had a lot of fan service for unions, things that we've wanted to see for a long time. Well, it'll be judged in the end. Because Two weeks on, is the Battle of Windfell. Are you disappointed with the Battle of Windfell? Some of it. Some of the tactics were just stupid. Sending the Dothraki off first, like putting your army outside the trenches, not even stay, just stay inside the castle. Mm. Just stay inside the castle and defend the castle. The IMDb ratings so far, episode 1, 8.3, episode 2, 8.6. Episode 3, 8.3, and then, as you say, 6.5 for episode 4. It's a big nosedive, and, uh, like, I mean, even the, the Long Night isn't deemed to be the best episode there either. Like, we, it was something that we were all kind of a bit on edge with afterwards. Sue was obviously blown away by that particular episode, but clearly the people are speaking here, and uh, the average, let's face it, 8. 8.3, 8.5 is a mm. good score, but 9.5 is the average. Like, if you're, if you're looking up a regular movie and you see 6.5, you're not going to watch it. No. I have a habit of watching movies like that, I'll be honest. <laughs> Try and prove them wrong. Find, find a some, some independent thinking. Yeah. Um, like, I don't know. This, in, a pre, in an interview pre- previous to the show, the, the showrunners were asked, showrunners and writers were asked, where are they going to watch, where will they be in the, during the final? They said, real, somewhere hidden with our wives with our phones off and a long way from the internet. Right, mm. okay. So, I wonder why. But is there any way they can make everyone happy? No, they can't. They can't make it but happy. But maybe that's but what the problem is. They're trying to make people happy. That's it, you see. Yeah. You think? They're just, they're just not... I don't know. I haven't heard many people being happy. Well, I was smiling from ear to ear when we got uh, Cersei yeah. back in, in full demon mode at the weekend. Demon, was, that's a good word. I was like, she's my main demon right there. Yeah, it's like something from Supernatural. We'll see what's going to happen now. Like, obviously, urine's, you've seen from the little preview that mm. there's something going to happen. Like, Daenerys looking for on Tyrion's approach and a... Maybe she won't be counselled by him anymore. And then Euron's, Euron's involved. I think could be the end of Euron next episode. Grey Worm's still going. Grey Worm's, he's, he's coming back with a vengeance. I think he's going to have a lot of hate. You can see that look in his face when I'm sending Well, he's got nothing him. left. Yeah. Like, we all thought it was going to be him. Yeah. Poor Grey Worm. 
See, they, they, they are skewing some things. They are. Yeah. subverting some things. They are, yeah. Whatever way you want to look at it. Do you have any positive things to say? You don't have to say anything positive about it. We're not, we're not here to celebrate. We're here to, to critically analyse. What is the things that I like? No. Fair enough. No. no can, we title this, can we title this episode, Andy Lee Mourns the Death of Game of Thrones? Yes, we can. Yes, we absolutely can. Um, <laughs> oh, well, thank you for joining us on uh, a very The king is dead, long live the on, king. On, on an upbeat show. <laughs> It'll be back, hopefully. I'm not uh, optimistic. We'll be hopefully. back Monday morning. We'll be back uh, Monday. Andy Lee will be excited. We need to we'll actually see. update our board here, Andy. Uh, so there, were, there are some bells and whistles and happy things to talk about today. We are updating the board because you never did it on Monday. Um, Ron's so. somewhere in the north. Yeah. We saw that. He's somewhere up here. He's just going to hang out around here until everything blows over. So let's not, I don't know. Let's put let's put him over. Let's put him at the twins somewhere in the middle, so he can go between. Daenerys now is in Dragonstone, okay. which is here. Tyrion and Varys should be there. Where's Tyrion? Grey Grey Worm's widow. Oh, there goes Grey Worm. Um, the Hound is making his way down, so he should be maybe around here now. John is on his way down. He left after the Hound. Are you with the Daenerys. Hound? Arya's with the Hound. Breen is back in Winterfell, heartbroken. Sansa's in Winterfell. Bran is in Winterfell. And Jamie's following them down. Sam and Gilly are still in Winterfell. So, that's it. Let, let, just before we wrap up, let's talk about those two uh, ro- romances that we were seeing up in the north. Uh, one, obviously, is over the heartbroken Brienne. And then we have Gendry and Arya. Are those two relationships dead? Yeah. Are they? Well, like God, it's really. Uh, I was, I was hoping for some sort of positive, heartwarming Andy Lee takes. What did you, what did you make of the Brienne and Jamie moment? I don't know. It was a bit. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It was kind of. It was like they were. I guess they were. I don't know if there was ever a romantic thing between them, but it seems like now. More of a respect kind of a yeah. thing. Yeah. Like I don't know if I got that. Rom- I think Brienne was in love with him, but unable to verbalize it or express it. Mm. But I don't sure if it was she ever. Certainly expressed it now. Yeah, like it was brutal, wasn't it? Jamie was a savage. Yeah, I didn't. Ex- I didn't expect that reaction all the same, though. I expected a compartmentalization or kind of a suppressing of her feelings, because mm. that seemed to be kind of how she's behaved in the past. Yeah, so she showed a vulnerability, mm. and that's basically what she is. That's why she is who she is. Always wanting to prove herself, show that she's equal. And that's how she's become this. So, so honourable, self like righteous, not yeah. self righteous, but righteous knight. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it has to be the end for Arya and uh, Arya and Gendry. I, I don't think I it has to be the end. I just don't think it matters. I don't. I, yeah, well, I just don't see her being in a relationship with anybody. She's kind of, she's not. She's not fully human anymore. She's kind of affected too much. Mm. Like it'd be a tough one to be in it for Gendry. Like Gendry's mm. just like a simple. Oh, like you know, he's just like a. He's not simple, but he's like he's had a tough life himself. Oh. But he's pretty found it's pretty like well grounded, isn't he? He's a good country lad. But he's yeah. got himself a castle now. He's got himself a castle, he's coming up. Yeah. He just needs to find himself a wife and then the, the Gendry are Didn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She didn't what? I was gonna say didn't he head away, head away with two guys? That was Podrick. That was Podrick, <laughs> yeah. Get, get mixed up with them. Yeah. Uh, Andy, thanks Billy for flying home and sharing That's with us your honest thoughts. We're back today. Monday. We're back Monday with a fresh hot take. Look, I think there's there's Always a chance of redemption. Of course there is. This show has been my life. <laughs> uh, outside of everything. Kind of has. No, so. It's been your escape. 
Your it has been my escape, yeah. So now, come on. Maybe, maybe their latest project in terms of giving us a weird graph is actually the show itself, and they want to take us through highs and lows mm. of actually quality television. Well, actually, I disagree, remember? I actually think it was a very, very good episode. I'm sticking by that. <laughs> uh, this is being off the wall. I'm it's convinced, off, yeah. It's off the wall. <laughs> Game of Thrones podcast brought to you thanks to Discover Northern Ireland with their Game of Thrones territory boasting over 25 locations and experiences for the ultimate fan. For more, log on to discovernorthernireland.com. We'll chat to you next week here on Off the Wall. Bye-bye for now.